Hello guys, welcome back to Andrea's podcast. My name is Andrea Kawan and I'm your host. And uh, I'm specialized in helping women to reestablish their relationship with their bodies, stop restrictive eating, and love themselves for who they are. So I really help women to find themselves and um, stop living on the quote-unquote stereotype body type that the society keeps telling us to live by. So helping them to ditch the diets and uh, start saying yes to their feelings and saying yes to themselves. But on a side note, today we're going to be talking about emotional eating. Do you struggle with emotional eating? If your answer is yes right now, you're not alone. We are all of us with you. And, um, you know, as a human, we are emotional eaters. And that's completely normal. I think that um, emotional eating, the, the, world, the word emotional eating got a bad rap because I see a lot of uh, women feeling bad for themselves. I was one of them. That's why I'm sharing this for and saying that they are emotional eaters. And, uh, you know, and they felt bad. I felt bad for eating emotionally when I was sad or when I was angry or when I was um, happy. So, to be honest with you, eating, it's something that we have to do every day because we need to survive, right? We need the calories. But also, eating brings us a lot of memories. One of the reasons why I actually want to share this podcast with you guys is because I, I have a lot of conversations with my clients and also I receive quite a few emails from inquiry, inquiring my services from potential clients who are dealing with uh, or struggling with emotional eating and sometimes and most of the times they are feeling very lost. So what I, I really like to emphasize in here before I start this podcast, uh, this podcast is not an intent to cure or diagnose or prevent or give any advice to anyone. I am not a doctor and uh, I'm just sharing my own experience and my work with my clients. So, and because this podcast is live and uh, I don't have any 
um, a studio or anything, you might hear my dogs barking or you might hear... Anyways, this podcast is not a perfect. So just to let you know <laughs> on that side note. So um, really, emotional eating is the tendency to eat in response to positive and negative emotions, guys. We are humans, you know, and we do anything in to our powers to not feel uncomfortable. So if eating makes the feelings go away and distract them, distract ourselves, well, guess what? We will do it. And that's okay. You know, and that's why a lot of people like myself turn out to food as a cope of uh, stress relief or as a cope of mechanism to avoid certain situations. And so um, before I even like talk about, I think that it's very important to for you to explore how emotional eating has different spectrums. And, uh, you know, the way we we eat can be related with so many things in our lives and um, I like to see like in different levels and uh, the first level to me is like when we don't have any negative effect when you eat and that could be you are eating because you are feeling happy you really want to have that cookie because guess what you feel like you are you feel happy about it and that uh, you are completely okay by eating that cookie so and uh, you don't think about it so that is a positive feeling now you also can be eating for comfort right so let's say you're feeling very sad or you're missing like in my case i was just sharing this with my client this morning is that I sometimes um, have the tendency to eat sweets because I really miss my dad and I miss to have him around and I miss his love and I miss the I miss the protection he used to give to me. So that's like brings me good memories. So sometimes it's comforting to me. But doesn't mean that it's a bad or negative feeling at all. Because I can have my piece of cake and uh, be okay with that. And that's where I want you to be as well. To have that great relationship with food where you are not feeling guilty because you ate a piece of cake. And that's what I teach in my programs for my with my clients. My coaching, um, one-on-one coaching with them is really, really working through those blockages and working through those emotions and uh, explore where they are coming from. So that's completely normal, right? So we still, we still pretty. It's not a negative effect in our in our relationship with food if you are eating for comfort. Now, on the other spectrum, which is another level, is when you're eating for distraction. And that could be when you are avoiding certain situations or you are avoiding 
um, a job you have you know you have to get done or you are avoiding to reply to those emails and uh, like I was sharing with my clients you know sometimes when I, I feel overwhelmed well my first thought is like oh go grab a coffee or oh go grab a you know it's time for you to eat your lunch no it's not um, most of the times it's because I'm trying to avoid a certain uncomfortable situation and um, I'm to a point where right now I'm very aware of this but most of the times we are not aware so guess what for us to avoid that situation we're gonna go and grab a piece of whatever chocolate or even if it's a healthy you know food like carrots it's it it's it's still normal but it's kind of a sort of a now we are going to that next level where now we start becoming more creating distractions right and um now another thing is from that level when you start avoiding situations that's when it start becoming a little bit more um i would say danger and um that's when we start eating to sedate our emotions or numb ourselves and that is when you don't want to think about anything you come back home from a stressful day of work and then you use food as a cope of mechanism to avoid the feelings and avoid the emotions and uh, to just forget and uh, most of the times and that's what happens because again food releases endorphins which is the happy quote-unquote not a quote-unquote but the happy hormone and um, most likely that when you are feeling stress most people go for sweets like sugar and that's when you feel like I'm feeling good so I can just kind of forget everything. Let me watch my, my favorite TV show, grab a glass of wine. Let me eat this entire bag of uh, chips or, you know, and some crackers and some chocolate and I will feel good. And uh, tomorrow is another day. That was part of my life. I used to pretty much... stop like I used to avoid my emotions at all cost throughout the day feeling stressed I would shut myself down shut the feelings down I would not speak up for myself so for me it was a I was creating so much stress that when I came back home every single day my first response was to open the fridge and grab something to eat and from there, I would open a, uh, a bottle of wine, put a, pour a glass. And from there, it's all like a story because I would just bench all night long. So that was part of my life, sedation. I would sedate myself at all costs to not feeling the emotions I was feeling. And uh, with hopes that I would fix the problem. And... Uh, from there goes to even in more extreme level which is punishment well guess what and that's where i was i was in that cycle of sedating myself avoiding distraction and also 
punishing myself because after I ate the first bite of chocolate, it's like, okay, guess what? Now you just screw all this up. You're a failure. So let's just eat and you are being a bad girl. So eat to punish myself, to hate myself even more. So that was my cycle for years and years and years. And that's why it's like, when you have start having some awareness towards your feelings, it's easier for you to recognize where you are, which spectrum you are right now, and um, create a better balance in the relationship with your body and uh, with your food. And so I would like for you to actually take the first step and uh, assess where you are on this spectrum. You know, are you a just kind of a, you know, emotional eater, normal, eat to eat happy, or you're a little sad and in a new age, but you are all good, you know, with that. Or you are the type of the person who are now getting eating for distraction. Every time you feel stressed, you just kind of are going to eat because you really want to avoid. Or you right now to the level where I was, where you just want to really forget everything and numb yourself. And that could be not just food, guys. It could be alcohol, drugs, um, you know. But because again, food, it's something that we don't we we need to have to survive so yeah it's a much difficult to create that relationship and to become more aware versus if you are drinking alcohol it's much easier for you to say you know what i really want to quit this you cannot quit food because you're gonna die right um so and that's where Having that awareness and the curiosity to explore a little bit more can help you to see where you are. Um, so assessing yourself where you are as far as, you know, your emotions. And um, one thing you really want to do once you assess is to normalize that relationship you have with the foods you are eating and uh, not having those quote-unquote rules of having good or bad foods that's one of the first steps where you can start creating a better relationship with food because again to me, to be honest with you, it's not doesn't have a healthy or or unhealthy food. Food is food, and if it's there for us, meaning it's providing energy, meaning it's providing some sort of uh, enjoyment in our lives. And it's okay to eat for pleasure. It's okay to have a pro, quote unquote, processed foods that quote unquote is bad for us. It's okay, you know. I think that the the dieting, the dieting society or culture 
have done a great job to send the wrong messages for all of us. And uh, it keeps sending the same messages, not just for us, but also for our children, because that's how we are raising them that you should be a vegan or you should be eating just vegetable or you should be eating just clean or you know sodas are bad for you or sugar are bad for you so none of that guys i think we should have the great experience with all the foods and we decide for ourselves and trusting our bodies enough to to have that good relationship with food and for me where i am right now I'm such a great place where I can tell you that I have a much better relationship with food than I had five years ago. So for me, having the flexibility of, um, and also not just the flexibility of having the foods, but also the mental space, the mindset where I can really focus in on analyzing my feelings and what that those foods are bringing to me one of the things that i would like to invite you to do after you assess yourself where you are in that spectrum is that every time you reach out to that food or quote-unquote forbidden food that you have been avoid for so long is to explore with curiosity, not with shame, but with curiosity. What is that food bringing to you right now? So one of those exercises I invite my clients to do, guys, is to journal. And especially journal when they after they eat their foods and uh, on a scale of one to 10, how am I feeling right now? How is this food nourishing my body right now? How emotionally am I feeling right now? So having those scales from one to 10 can help you to analyze where you are. And again, sometimes in the very beginning, you might feel like you're on a scale 10. You're like feeling shame and guilty and write that down. And, uh, and that's fine. But let those feelings get out from your mind. Don't keep them in. Because once you're done, it's done. Now, what we can do is move forward. And the way we move forward is by exploring, is by learning how we are feeling and why we make the decisions we are making. You know, um, and one cookie is not going to make you fat. And this is going to be for another episode. But because today I just really want to talk about emotional eating. But is... Is how it's making you feel and why you are feeling that way. So I really, really would love to support you in this journey. If you are trying to heal your relationship with food, if you're trying to heal your relationship with your body. So I also would like for you to make a list of things that can release your emotions. 
And uh, because sometimes, you know, our first uh, reaction or self-defense mechanism, if it is, you know, food has been in your life, like the way you react to food has been something that always been with you or it's engraved in you right now or it's a habit, um, I really invite you to find other ways where you can, I won't like distress your emotions. And uh, I like to invite my clients to find activities that they really, really enjoy. And it doesn't mean that it has to be a physical activity. It could be gardening, some sort of a hobby that they forgot they had or something that really brings joy to them, like reading a nice book or drinking a cup of tea or going for a walk or singing or dancing, whatever it is, um, to help you to cope with that stressor. So it's good to have healthier alternatives to food when you are feeling those emotions, right? Don't get me wrong, food sometimes, if it's in the list, if it's like, oh, I when I'm happy, I like to have a cookie, that's fine. But as long as you are okay with that and you're not punishing yourself for eating that cookie, right? So, and that's where I really would love for you to be. And um, to get it to that place. And so one of the things that I really, really love for you to do is to allow yourself to have a variety of foods even the foods that quote unquote you think it's bad for you food is food and it should be part of our daily lives what causes those binges and what it causes those triggers where you feel like you are feeling the control or losing, I'm sorry, losing the control of your actions is when we restrict ourselves and we restrict our minds, our mindset and our thoughts. So I would invite you today to be curious about where you are be curious about how you approach your relationship with your food and how you approach the relationship with your body. And uh, I just would love, love to hear from you. And if you like this podcast, the only thing I ask you is to rate, leave me a review, and just share it with your friends so much love to you thanks so much for joining me and i hope you have a great rest of your week and i will see you next week